Welcome to the Omega Corp, boy. Hope you survive the experience. episode welcome to the omega core with keith and chris i'm keith i'm chris and today we are going to be talking original ideas we had when we had far too much time in the garden center frolicking amongst the the jasmine and the the ivy and the (laughs) hibiscus all right so we're going to start out today with like what i said we had a hundred hours a week, it felt like, to try and figure out what we were going to do with our time. So we would start throwing out comic hypotheses to each other. When, when, when we, when we first, when we first like started really opening up to each other out there, at first it was just kind of like weird, you know, weird things. It was like, if you were a were creature, like what would your what would you be a mixture of? And it couldn't be a wolf. And you know we, you know, or we do that, or it'd be like you know if you could replace your fingers with something else. It, it just, but as like I said, the more we got around each other, and the more we like you know kind of started influencing each other, and you know becoming better friends, and we and you know when Keith got in the comic books, it, it you know eventually turned into like you know all these comic book hypos like hypotheticals and stuff like that like one time while we were out there i came up with the idea that rachel should not be rachel gray or summers she should be rachel holland and she should be uh gene and wolverine's kid after gene was resurrected in the most recent time and she kind of pawned off uh, Cyclops, because he was really dead at that point. She just kind of reanimated him in the resurrection yeah. story to say goodbye. <laughs> and, which, uh, is, which is like the, in my opinion, is like one of the. It's like not, I'm not resurrecting you to, you know, come back and get, be, get a little, get a little, wah, wah, you know, or any or anything like that. It was just like, all right, cool, closure, bye, <laughs> yeah, deuces. But. In my hypothesis, it really makes sense that she's a child of Wolverine. Because, think about it. In her days as a hound, she had to use not only her telepathic abilities, but she had to have something else. So if she had Logan, she'd have the super senses and the healing ability, even just a little bit, to be able to heal herself after they went out and captured a mutant. Yeah, I mean, it just, it kind of makes sense, because, like, she's almost kind of feral, and it's in... Yeah, she really I, I would, is at I, that point. I would almost say it's not because of the future that hardened her, because there are other people from that future, and they're not like that, you know? Like, I mean, I guess you could say it's, like, the fact that she's hunting other mutants, but I think it's something else. Something else is there. She's got a little bit of the wolfy in her. Yeah, it, it makes so much sense that... I can't believe they didn't go on it before they started, like, the House of X, the Powers of X, and went down that road. Because they so could have had them two being, like, a couple. Jean's off every once in a while doing her X-Men Red stuff. But when she comes back, she comes back to Logan, and they cuddle up, and 
she gets a she, she gets she gets a little bit of that Canadian maple leaf if you hear what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly, but that's some of the stuff we did. Uh, that's one of the topics we did. I can't remember if you have one that you had real good memories of that we set up that you. Created. Uh, I mean, I think like most of the time we would always kind of do like almost like kind of like back in the day DC had like Elseworld tales and you know Marvel has what if and stuff like that I think there was a time where we were basically taking like Marvel storylines and like being like well what if this changed or what if we did this different and it was more our spin on like you know classic Marvel stories and you know then of course you know once Keith started getting his feet seized using the DC pool a little bit, we would go, you know, DC and kind of do other things. It, I mean, you have nothing but time to kill out there. Like, most of the time we would get most of our work done within the first, like, you know, four or five hours, and you got five more hours to kill. So, you know, it's just yeah. like you hang out and you talk and and, like, you know, most of the time, it most of the time we'd be out there. We'd be that wasn't the only thing we were talking about. Is you know comic books. So there'd be other things too. But you know we won't we won't bore you with those. We won't bore you with those things. But sometimes they'd get a little risque, and then we'd get in trouble. But you know, for the most part, it was like you know it was either we would talk about you know comic book movies. Like, what we would have done differently, how, like, or, like, you know, it was always these hypotheticals. And, I don't know, eventually, kind of just progressed and gotten, one time, we got really in-depth with it. Yeah, before we hit on that, though, there is one more that I remember. Uh, So, as they were getting close to sending back the original five in the X-Men storylines, we were also heading towards... Secret Wars. Oh, yeah. And my idea was that eventually Secret Wars would be ended and you'd find out that Jean Grey had taken all of this knowledge that uh, she had gained in the present and gone back in time. And we weren't sure how everything was going to work out, which we found out in a Champions episode issue Professor Xavier actually didn't mind wipe him like we figured he would because Cyclops still remembered being on the champions with Miss Marvel and they oh, kind of did a thing really? I, I had completely forgot about it but there was a recent article that I wrote or read that talked about that and how they had wow. formed a bond and he still remembered her so, so. so then did so did Beast take back all of his knowledge of the uh, the occult, like all of his magical. I mean, they haven't really touched on it yet, I as mean, far as I'm aware. I, so n- now, mind you, listen, okay. If we're if we're ever getting anything wrong or anything, you gotta cut us a break because X Men at this current state of time has like five thousand books. And I, it, the last time I checked on Beast, I think he is kind of starting to go the Dark Beast route a little bit. Not full on, like Age of Apocalypse, but he's going, he, yeah, he's showing some signs. 
So part of me wonders if, like, maybe that's, you know, some of that magical influence. Like, he's a little bit more, you know, deviated a little bit. It's hard to say because that whole... That boy's been through a lot of shit. Yeah, and the Watcher came and told him yeah. that he was going to eventually kind of go down this road because of pulling the original five forward. So it's tough to say. I I honestly haven't read anything in The Powers of X or House of X onward. It's, so it, I, it, I'm not it's good at first. up to it, date it, it on gets, what's really going on. Yeah, I mean, there's... See, that's the thing with, with it. It's like it started out really good. Um, and then it just, you, well, you know, Jonathan Hickman, he's got like, he is, he's very much like a long, you know, long, long game type of writer. And so Marvel like, just isn't down with that oh anymore. My God. Yeah. Like, like you could tell he had all these ideas and you could tell like he was like, you know, he was like, okay, I'm not, you know, he was backing out slowly because he's like, they're not going to let me do it. I want to fucking do it. Which God only knows what he would have done because he, even those first few issues in that new X Men book was going down some weird, weird holes a little bit. But anyways, so uh, in my hypothesis, Gene went back, and we were assuming at the time that Professor X would mind wipe him. But we kind, I kind of hypothesized that Gene would like trap these memories somewhere and kind of create a cage that Xavier couldn't see. And then she'd go out into the world and kind of undo all of this shitty stuff throughout history. Like, maybe stop a uh, onslaught before it ever happened. Uh, definitely prevent the whole uh, Age of Apocalypse timeline from splitting off. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that's like bit, that. That's for sure a bit. And then that would be how they ended up healing the world from secret wars was because Gene stopped the incursion that created Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. So that was my hypothesis of how they got out of Secret Wars instead of what they ended up doing with uh, um, the Richards. Crap. Yeah, the, Richards. The, the, uh, God, what's his name? Frank, uh, Franklin. Reed. Yep. Franklin Reed. Or you, Franklin Richards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because... I don't know. The secret that 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 newer Secret Wars was such a disappointment. It was, and that's <sighs> unfortunately Marvel tries these big events, but they haven't hit on one since the early nineties. Yeah, and it just really isn't working. And they almost just need to build continuity for a while. But every six months, there's some kind of event going on. Something that. It completely it's, kills the flow of everything they're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's at, at this point, it's like you would think that the Marvel fans are suffering from event fatigue or something, but they're still going strong on this stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think like that was the thing that I was most excited for with this new X Men run was that it kind of, and when it did start, it kind of was that it was going to go for a while. And it was just kind of every issue was going to be like a little adventure and. There wasn't going to be any tie-ins, and every book was going to be their own book. But then, yeah. then they, they, you know, they had to, they had to get those tie-ins in, and we had, you know, Swords of X, which for you to get the whole story, you had to read like thirteen books, and it went on for like multiple months. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's too much. And, <laughs> and to be honest, it was the big events that pushed me out 
to the point where I stopped reading for a while. I I just do my Marvel Unlimited, and I'll read what I want to read. Uh, the only thing that I really can say that I've read new, or newer, is I was into Immortal Hulk when that came out. It was very good. And that's about the only series that I finished that Marvel was doing when I dropped out of the comics. Yeah, it's... We're we're, we're going to do that at some point. Yeah, we're, we're it's going to come. It's just we've got to get our feet under us and get I, some episodes down. I have piles of books sitting in my room. They're new books. And I keep buying them, but like I've I've just had a hard time, you know, getting myself wanting to read them. I I, I read Hulk. The the newer the newer Hulk has actually been pretty good, but even then it's like it went a few issues and then it's already stopped and now it's going back to you know incredible hulk again and you know it's just yeah it's it's just like they don't these companies these two big companies now just uh don't really have their shit together it's, it feels like really like well, they do and they don't like you know we're certain characters they got it going but like then they're then they try all these other shit and it's just like you guys need to stop well at this point they're just building to build storylines for their movies it feels like yeah yeah and that's why marvel's so big event because they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do what's the next big post um well now five post phase five or six however long they're gonna run kang yeah well because yeah the, the the last time i heard they're gonna do kang dynasty which is basically like the avengers going to war with like a bunch of kangs which is, I think they've done in the older Avengers books, but then that's going to lead up to Secret Wars. Like, a Secret Wars. That's going to be their big one. Like, their end game. Their second end game. I think it's going to be Secret Wars. They're going to introduce the Beyonder with his snazzy little jazz pants and his, you know, his, <laughs> his, his, his blowout, his, his, uh, his blowout fro. Yeah. You know? That's my, the one I can't wait to see. My question is, is how long before we start seeing, like, the Celestials show up? Like, and not just, like, in little glances here and there. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, they've kind of done, um, in the Guardians movies, they've done Nowhere, which is the head of a Celestial. celestial. But, yeah, yeah but, not, but they never explained that in the movies. Well, and they, they did do it in, they did do it in Eternals a little bit. A little bit. Okay, because I haven't seen Eternals yet. Oh, I, it's... I, I'll be terrible. <laughs> okay. It's it's not it's not good. It's not good. And that's the thing is I've kind of held off on this phase four, except for Doctor Strange, Thor, Oof. and Spider Man. Yeah. And then I've just recently because of the guy that I talked about, Alex Hefner, last episode, uh, I've watched uh, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. So good. That was really good. So good. It, it it gave me hope for Eternals, but now I have no hope for Eternals. <laughs> Don't watch Eternals. <laughs> just just because listen, this is this is the only this is really like weirdly enough, the only way it ties in with the rest of the Marvel universe, they mention Thanos. That's it. They're like, Where were you guys at during Thanos? And they're like, Well, you know we can't which if you haven't seen the movie no spoiler, but they're just like we can't interfere. That's it, and it's just like <laughs> it is. It, it's just like okay, cool. It, it was a big mess, son. So yeah, I, it, I'm glad I didn't miss it because 
Yeah. You, you mean After, you're glad you did miss it? Or, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't miss anything is what I was getting No, at. no. Because, yeah, I mean, I did Black Widow, and I did shows like Hawkeye, WandaVision, uh, Loki. Yeah. Um, I skipped Moon Knight, because Moon Knight's never been a character I like. It was, it, it was okay. And was I okay. skipped Miss Marvel. I figured I might do that eventually. Mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. And, um, and listen, but before you all come for me, it is it has nothing to do, it has nothing, nothing, nothing to do with, like, you know, anything, you know, politically correct. It's just, it's, it's just not a good show. It's just not a good show. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's not, well, it's not one of their better moments. And the sh- last show that I did watch, a lot of people felt that way. And it was She-Hulk. And I kind of liked She-Hulk. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It didn't take itself too serious. Yeah. It got a little political at times and I, whatnot. But I, I, I enjoyed it all the way up until the end. That ending was weird. I, but it, it was kind of neat that she went and kicked Kevin's ass, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you're not doing this to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I do. I, a... Yeah, I, I do. I do like that. Um, I just, I don't know. Again, the whole time I was just waiting for like a, you know, a genuine, you know, a Hulk fight. You know, it, it never happened. Yeah. But I don't think she does that a lot. I think she does more of the smallest characters, and then she's focused on like. That attorney uh, stuff. The attorney stuff, but I was going particularly at like the idiot from Asgard that decided that she was going to imitate Megan the Stallion. Oh con, yeah, yeah. Con that one guy from her former office. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, and, and, and but this is, I, I guess, this is what we're trying. There are. Even with Miss Marvel, there were cool things, you know. It's it's not like the whole show was a wash. Don't I am thirty eight years old. I've been reading comics for a long time. I'm a little jaded. I'm a little jaded when it comes to certain things. There are moments in the show where I was like, All right, that's cool. I like what they're doing there, but it's just, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I you know, sometimes I want my comic book stuff to be a comic book thing. Yeah. And I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. See, I haven't watched that. Heard it was really good too. It, it's it's good, but again, some of that is really political, and you're missing a big thing that you're going to need to catch up on. You really need to that's, watch. That's that. what I hear. Yeah, because and it involves Sharon, and it's great. Ooh, it kind of spoiler alert. It, Sharon. It kind of turns her a villain. Oh, for oh, okay. Here we go. So. Just watch it. It's, it's a need to watch. But, um, so. Th- these are the type of things that we would talk about. Yeah, because one of us would do something and see something, and or we'd be reading a different book, and yeah. we'd be like, hey, are you, you're not still not doing this, right? No. Okay, well, this is what you're missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, and that was kind of, that was kind of like the, that's, that's even like, even now, like, it's still kind of like the good, good thing about it is like you know i read certain books he reads certain books and it's like 
I don't have to buy those books because I know I'll see Keith like every day this week. So he'll read them and he'll tell me. And I don't need to spend my <laughs> hard-earned money on every single book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. But we didn't always focus on what was going on in the real world of comics. No. Occasionally, we'd pull out the old brain pan and create characters of our own. Yeah, we have a, we, we, so, this list, we, we had a list, I put it in my wallet, and the damn thing, damn near disintegrated, like, as, as we're doing this, we're looking at it, it looks like, it looks like a piece of parchment from, like, uh, Pompeii or something, it, like, survived somehow, it's rough, it looks rough, but there, it's, it's a whole bunch of characters, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through them and you know we're gonna talk about them a little bit because one of them we're one of them we're particularly proud of. Yeah, um, we got three of them that we saved off the paper. They weren't all winners. They were not all winners. Let's be honest. I I come up with ideas and they just fly out of my mouth so fast, and they're not all winners. They're you know some of them are kind of stinkers. Whereas I'm kind of a long term thinker, and I'll drag out a. a creative session and create one banger yeah. character and that's kind of what we got here because i've got this one banger that i kind of fleshed out and he kind of helps uh, throw in some little things so uh his name was dr daniel young he was born with ridiculously frail frail bones so like his bones weren't even like infant soft they were like mush like if, like if uh... mom and dad had tried to pick him up he was going to turn into a goop pile. <laughs> Little goop baby. So, in the pro- in this process, he's given an experimental procedure that grew his bones super strong. But in the process, everything else was enhanced as well. So now he's got super intelligence, telekinesis, and telepathic abilities. And his bones are stronger than steel. However, this process didn't allow him to grow physically, so he's still infant sized. He's hey guys, listen. He's got that. He's got that man sized girthy baby dick. <laughs> he's 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 got one of them. Uh, but now he's all grown up. He's a surgeon with ability to perform miraculous procedures due to his size and his telekinesis. And then on the side, he uses telepathy and tel- telekinesis to keep people from hurting themselves by doing dumb things like committing crimes. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, he's, basically it was like a, you know, it was kind of like a, it was like a, kind of like a riff off of Charles Xavier in a way, but like, you know, just cooler. <laughs> like, like, let's be honest. How it's, awesome it's would it be to see a baby? In a three-piece suit, <laughs> walking around <laughs> fighting crime, it'd be awesome. It, it, it would it would be like it would be like fucking uh, what's that one uh, movie, Boss Baby? <laughs> yeah, but but with powers, he has powers, and he has a reason for being that way. Yeah, yeah, he's just not some little dickhead baby. Yeah, running trying around to run a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not only he's not trying to run a business; he's trying to save the fucking world. Exactly. So and um, some souls at the same time. And yeah, yes. <laughs> um, 
I got I have two of them, and one one of them now, mind you, like I said in the last episode, I'm a huge Swamp Thing fan, so you know, also maybe a little reminiscent of Man Thing a little bit. Um, this guy was Man Trap. Now, when Keith was rewriting these down, he he changed it, and it's for a good purpose because. We whatever. don't need Sugar Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he Fine. was Sugar Man. <laughs> he was, he was, he was. I, I, I want to say like his whole body, like from his top of his head to his groin area, right? He basically was, was just arms, like, legs, and a Venus flytrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this guy's name is Mantrap. Real original. <laughs> it's a he's a half man, half plant, and instead of a head, he has a Venus flytrap. Can control plants by rooting him, by rooting himself, communicates with sentient spores that he is constantly emitting. So, I want to say like this that idea isn't like fully original because like I think I did see something similar to it, and basically it's it's like it's like uh it's kind of like cordyceps except for it doesn't take over your body and doesn't become like a last of a situation. It just allows him. To communicate, like if you're breathing in his spores, you're you can understand. Yeah, you can understand what the fuck he's saying. It's almost like a kind of like how Chamber communicates a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kind of. So, and um, I don't know. It's not the worst idea ever, but it's not great. And Again, he, it's like he said. He starts spitballing <laughs> things, and we just wrote everything down because we didn't have anything better to do, and the garden's better. Yeah, and some of them were really good. Some of them didn't make it off of the original list. No. For for example, there was a guy who could shoot the top of his head off. Yeah, I remember that one. (laughs) I think that one was one of the ones that actually didn't survive the list. Because there was a section that... Yeah, there was was a whole section missing. I didn't... (laughs) That was was okay. That that one. You know what the other day, actually, it was kind of funny. I was... uh, I went over to my girlfriend's sister's house and her boyfriend, we were talking about like weird, we were basically doing what we used to do, but like we were talking about like weird characters and everything. And I brought that guy up and like, he was like, Oh, that's so fucking cool. I was like, it's not though. It's, it's, it's so. <laughs> it sounded good in concept, but we couldn't flush it out to where he survived this. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's a little odd. It, it will. And especially like the way I originally had read, read, read like wrote him. Cause like, he can't really like, he was kind of a goofy character. Like he would shoot his head and then like, if you were in direct line with it, you'd get fucked up. But like, then he'd have to go retrieve his head. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what's to stop his enemies from picking his head up and just Using chucking it, it in the trash can? Just, or the trash compact. Yeah, or something. just just something. And then so, he's dead. It was it, it was like I said, they're not all winners, all right. Yeah. So then the other one I had was uh, Blood Brothers, and these are Siamese twins having two heads but one body. They are often in conflict because one has high moral ethics while the other is a ruggish roguish roguish oh shit <laughs> roguish and it's not even written that bad either it's it's actually pretty good handwriting i don't know what the fuck my problem is roguish anti authority fuck anti authoritarian i can read okay <laughs> they have control over all forms of blood so the term that i came up with was hemokinetic and um i remember when i first came up with this character it was actually just one guy 
and he was constant, or he wasn't like a Siamese twin, and uh, it was one body, but he basically, like, he was constantly bleeding out of his eyes and his mouth, and, like, it was almost like his body created too much blood, and that uh, he was always yielding it as a weapon. So, I don't know, it's kind of a cool little concept, but, um... I, I, the one thing I kind of changed into it was I, I put all blood so he could, like, control, like, animals and make them... They could control animals and make them do their bidding. Yeah, by controlling their blood flow. Yeah, yeah. I, I it, the 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 reason why the idea came out is because I was like, could you imagine like if someone weaponized your own blood against you? Exactly. It's fucking terrifying. That that that's like that's overpowered. Everything has blood in it. Yes. And th- see, and that that's that's the that's the other thing. And and as we go into our lists, we. You know, as we were doing this thing, you know, we, of course, would take it further. We'd be like, oh, you know, like, you know, our little brains, you know, would take it to one step further. I think, I think what it was is like, basically, it's like, ooh, you know, who would you, you know, get Randy with, you know, in the X-Men DC universe? And they were like, well, we would do this, but like, who would they get with? And it ended up turning into a thing where it was like, you know, you pick five, you know, females, you know, it could be Marvel or DC. Uh, and pick five males, and you know, and that can be in Marvel and DC as well. And uh, you know, you know, like you know, what would happen? Like, what would their children be like? And listen, Keith, Keith went. And I'm saying this is what this is what Keith does. I, I think like my first list, I've revised it. My first list again, I lost. Or something. I don't even think I completed it. I don't it. even think you completed it. I, I think you kind of <laughs> threw out what you were thinking. I think, and yeah. that was as far as it went. Yeah, but but Keith. But he, my ass he, went home and he, it had started the mental wheels turning. So I had to flesh everything out. And I have got the original stuff right in probably eight years ago. He doesn't he doesn't even have all of it either, because I think I think you at one point made like a full on family tree. Like, like the, the papers you have right now, they have, like, the, you know, essentially, like, the but, like, I think you also had another paper that was, like, a full, you didn't? I think that's just what that was. Oh, okay, okay, man, maybe um, I imagined that. I, yeah. I just remember, I just remember he came back, I think it was, like, two, two days, maybe? No, two it or... was the next day. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> it was so, the next day he came back with, like, 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 their kids. And then, like, their kids' kids, and, like, you know, it was, like, he he, he just fully went with it. So the original idea was, the universe is dying. You can pick ten Marvel or DC superheroes to repopulate a new planet to fight any of the villains that escaped. Because the villains, we kind of just were like, okay, whoever goes through, goes through, and whatever they do. I think we were going to do villains. I think we I might think have at one at point. One point but we just didn't do we it. We just didn't get to it. But You know, there are more pressing things going on than, you know, what comic book characters would fuck. <laughs> uh, so I started out with, uh, well, I'll start out with my list, my list of who I would pull through. So I pulled through Hulk and Scarlet Witch, Wolverine and Jean Grey, Havoc and X-23, Nightcrawler and Storm, and Green Lantern and Captain Marvel. 
Yeah, so the, these are the these are the actual pairings. That's the actual pairings I, yeah, I've yeah. pulled through. Um, do you want me to read through mine? You can go ahead and give your original pairing. So my, my pairings are a little fucking weird. Some of them. Not all of them, but some of them. So, um... Again, he... For, he we did this, like, eight years ago, and he did not <laughs> write down his stuff. So this is all... This is all brand current. new. This is all brand new. It's, uh... Yeah, it's, uh... So it was, uh, Jean Grey and Swamp Thing, which, you know... Uh, Eva Bell, which, if you don't remember Eva Bell, she was from... Uh, I want to say Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men. X-Men. And that was... After the schism, that was when Scott started really going into his bullshit. It was after the Phoenix Force yeah. came back. Yeah. And, the, when the and he was on the started, run. He was a fugitive. The mutants started reappearing. That's right. Uh, and so basically, he was, you know, his team was always constantly going around picking up all these new, younger mutants. And one of them was Eva Bell. Well, basically, she had time manipulation powers. Well, at first, it well at first it started out she could create little no, bubbles. At first, she could create bubbles where everything else outside the bubble stopped. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of allowed them to escape whenever they went to recruit somebody. Basically, I, I think it was an annual. And it's like in the future, like where she or she for a period of time, she like she she did something like something happened, but she like disappeared. It was an she annual was like lo- Yeah, she was lost in time, and that annual. Was basically just like, where did she go? What did she do? So she basically goes for years, and I'm talking years, like almost she a whole up, lifetime. She ended up in the 2099 era. Yeah, doesn't and she had a whole family? And doesn't she? Doesn't she like? Uh, doesn't she like? Doesn't she get with like a a a sorcerer supreme? It's not Doctor Strange. No, 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 no. She. That's how she ends up coming back. Is because that's right. It was Tony Stark, the Sorcerer Supreme. That's right. That's right. Brought helped her come back to her actual the timeline. Be- the Beard Bros. After her family got decimated somehow, I can't remember exactly what happened, but she was like devastated, and so she wanted to go back in time. Yeah, and to where she was really from. So, and I think like in the real time. I think, like, I want to say, like, later that day she shows back yeah. up. and But it it's was, been years for her. But, yeah. And her body hasn't changed, though. Like, it, it's reverted it, it, back no, to... No, she, she stayed aged a little bit. There was oh, no did she? that she aged. But she hadn't aged a ton. Because she wasn't a whole lot older. Oh, okay, okay. But so, she was old enough that she had found a husband and had a kid. Okay, so basically that's this character, and it's... They did. They did this character. She was so good. Um, they haven't really touched on her since, except for she's part of the five or the Quiet Council. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. She's part of the five. I for, I did forget about that. Um, but again, they don't really talk about the five except for they're the five and they you know resurrect mutants and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, so she was with Green Lantern, which was pretty cool. Um. And then, and then the, the next one, which is terrifying, is uh, Red She-Hulk, uh, Betty Ross, uh, with the Flash. Um, Think Hulks at super speed. It's God ter- damn. It's terrifying. <laughs> Back in the day, they did they did a Predator versus the Justice League comic book. It was like a tie-in, or it was like a crossover thing. And what it was, was basically the Predators got into... 
basically got the the genome of the Justice League, and one of the predators was a speedster. Imagine how terrifying that would be. Now imagine a Hulk, you know, being able to tap into the speed force and everything. The next one's pretty terrifying, too. Uh, it was uh, Wonder Woman and the Sentry, which, if you know about the Sentry... Can you say overpower? Overpower. See, and that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like that that's, that's the difference between me and Keith's list. Keith was going for, you know, who would actually be, like, a pretty decent match. Whereas, and I was just going for, what would make the most overpowered children in this new world? And, and mind you, the next one's a little bit of a weird one. So, uh, the next one is Zatanna and Dupe. Because listen, listen. Dupe is, Dupe is your boy. Dupe's my boy. I you love, love him, I, even I though love you him. can't understand anything that's going on with him. He's, he's basically, like, imagine, imagine, he, he has Dupe speak, which is basically just fucking wingdings. Like, like, the let, like, they, they're like, uh, we don't really want him to talk. Like, and when he does talk, it's just wingdings. Like, someone didn't want to make up dialogue. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and so that's my list. Um, do you want to start reading off your time? Your Yeah, I, I will kick off again. Uh, the first child of Scarlet Witch and Hulk is Robert Banner, who is Dr. Scarlet. Dr. Scarlet is super smart. He has some magical ability with probability which helps him to be successful in his experiments, but he doesn't have any super strength. So he's more of like the the brains of the teams instead of providing actual fighting. The brains that can manipulate probabilities. Just a little bit, but yeah. it's mostly the probability helps him be successful. Yeah. And then we have Jade Banner. Jade Banner is the Jade Witch. She hulks out like She-Hulk in, in a jadish green color, and has strong. But she has strong chaos magic, and sometimes can go full Hulk and lose her magic abilities. She retains her chaos magic in the She-Hulk form, though. So she has chaos magic, and then you piss her off, and she goes Hulk, She-Hulk mode. Terrifying. And she can still throw frickin' probability spells at you. Chaos magic. Like, also, like, also imagine, like, you know, the scene, the scene from, because, like, the new Doctor Strange movie is basically, like, a, a Marvel horror movie for the most part. Imagine, imagine that, but, like, ginormous and green. And, and powerful. And so powerful. Like, the Hulk itself is powerful, but then you add, you know, full-blown chaos magic to it. It's just, it's insanity. Yeah. And finally, they have three children. I've, mm -hmm. I've got a mixture of three, two, and one children in spots. Uh, it's the Scarlet Hulk. He is Pietro Banner, because one still misses her brother. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Hulk has strong chaos magic until he hulks out. Can still make, but he can still make small... Spells work some as a Hulk, but they're mostly protective. And he hulks out Scarlet, of course, because why not? Nice. We gotta have some coloration changes. Yeah. Stuff. There's one coming up. 
I believe that is a Hulk transformation that is spooky. <laughs> I think that's a grandchild. Yes, it, it is a grandchild, but and when, I, when I mean coming up, I don't want to ruin it because it is spooky. So, of course, you know my love of Wolverine and Jean Grey. I had to pair them up. It just had to be done. Wolverine and Wolverine and Jean Grey is like his Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> it really is. It, 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 yeah, like the way this man talks about this relationship, it's almost like, like, it, like, it, like you know, back in the day, the way people talked about Ross and Rachel. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 this is his this is his Romeo and Juliet. This is his Ross and Rachel. So the first one kind of ties into an earlier idea. We there. They're actually twins. The girl is called Mink, and she's Rachel. She's howling. Uh, Mink has claws, has a healing factor, has telepathy, no telekinesis, but she also has no berserker rage due to Jean being able to control that part which, of which her is, mind. Which is nice. Yeah. She's fucking... Super strong, but she's not crazy. She can't go down that road. <laughs> she doesn't wear she doesn't wear uh, a weird bandana Ninja Turtle thing. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one is Griffin, who is Charles Howlett, because you know they both still love Professor X. Yeah. Griffin has super senses, has a healing factor, but he has telekinesis. And no berserker rage due to Gene's power. See that I, I I like that one has telepathy, and it's like it's like those, it's like it's it would it's it is, it is how eugenics would actually work. Probably like one kid would probably get one, one would get the other. Especially but they still, twins, because yeah. yeah, that whole thing would split. Split ovum. Yep. So. Put together Havoc and X-23. I know, it's going to get weird. I think I have one that's a child of these two and a child of Gene and Logan getting together. I've, I've got a relationship with a booger. Okay? <laughs> I, I think, but, I yeah, think but you, have two, you have a relationship with two people. I've got a relationship with a floating booger person. Yeah, but the problem is that their genetic code is pretty much the same from... Uh, grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm kind of getting at. So the first one is called of their children is Janet Summers, who is Xenon, because you know Havoc had that relationship. He misses her. It it was a great relationship. It really they screwed the pooch when they killed that off because that could have been going great places. Yeah. Uh, but Xenon. Has uh, super senses that may help her make strong decisions leadership-wise. Uh, she has cosmic claws, so a little bit of mixture of the Summers boys and Wolverine. So, but theirs don't hurt. The yeah. cosmic claws don't hurt. Yeah, they're just cosmic power, and there's two of them on her the hand on each hand, like X twenty three. He has. She has no ranged attack and no healing factor. Yikes. Still, yeah. I mean, strong leadership and cosmic claws. Let's go. 
still so so basically yeah you can't go running in there you know all guns blazing you got to be a little smart about it a little yeah, calculated exactly you know? and that's havoc in yep. a nutshell um to a then, certain degree and then we have chaos their first boy uh uh, Christopher Summers, because, you know, dad. Yeah. We still have daddy issues. Yeah. Um, he is chaos. Chaos has a cosmic attack, and he has the cosmic claws, two on the one hand and the one on the foot. He has no super senses or healing factor and the berserk rage. I know you said foot. I know you said foot, but I heard butt. <laughs> and for a second, it, it took it took me two seconds to like put it together, and I was like, "Oh, he could have a claw on his butt." No, no. <laughs> on his foot. Okay. <laughs> He's just like Mama. And then the they have a third child as well, um, Lorna Summers, because another great love of Havoc's life. Yeah. Um, her character name is. H24. Mixture of Havoc and Good shit. Clone. Good shit. Uh, she has a cosmic attack. She has steel claws. So I don't understand how we did that, but we did. Two on the hand. And she's got a healing factor, but no super senses. This next pairing is Nightcrawler and Storm. Oh, this man. Just you wait till you hear this shit. This is this is when I when I said when I said last week that we were gonna talk about some stuff that you wish could happen and like this is this is the one I was talking about. Well, this is one of the relationships that makes so much sense that it's insane that they haven't done it. Yeah, they they because they, they're yeah. like the two closest mutants that haven't hooked up at some point. They they have and they always like they kind of flirt around with the idea all the time. And it's insane to me that it has not happened. Yeah, the only relationship that I can think of that uh Kurt has had besides uh Amanda um what's her last name? I know who you're talking about, but I I, I can't remember her name. Her but she was like his originally she was like his adopted sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the only one that else circus besides, love. Yeah. <laughs> but the only relationship that I can think of that he's ever been in besides her was he was with Rachel for a while. You Rachel Rachel some or oh, Rachel Gray. Really? Yeah, you don't remember that? No, I do not. Okay. Yeah, they were to, they were together for a little while in one of the books. Um I want to say it was maybe a Wolverine in the X-Men. But oh, I, I can't remember which one it was, but they they kind of played around with the relationship, but Rachel is pretty standoffish as a person. Well, yeah. So it it, it, it really didn't go anywhere. She's got issues. Yeah. And Nightcrawler is like, you know, one of the f- most funniest, lovingest mutants of all. So it's yeah. probably just super annoying to her. Yeah. So, when Nightcrawler and Storm get together, they have two children. Uh, the first is Amanda Wagner, who is Cirrus. Cirrus has white fur, but she has five fingers and toes. And she can fly and control the weather. And can hide in the shadows. 
<laughs> Just think of storm all over. All over. All over. <laughs> that beautiful white mane all over. Hey, and I wouldn't go one further. It's not like it's not like short fur. It shouldn't be short fur like Nightcrawler. It should be a little bit. A little bit longer. Yeah. Like maybe a little silky. I'm not talking like Cousin It or anything. Yeah, let's you know? not Like nothing wild. But. I, I can buy into that. <laughs> and the other one was David. I don't know why I picked that name. I don't remember if he was the other sibling in that whole deal or what the deal was. I think David's just a solid name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he is, his uh, superhero identity is Shadow Master. He has no fur. But he has blue hair. Mm -hmm. And he has the three fingers and toes. And he can teleport. And he has great balance and acrobatics. And he he cut out that he can blend into the shadows. Which I think should just be part of it. I, I, I didn't want him to... I, I didn't want him to be... I wanted a mix. So that's why I kind of gave him no fur. And he can't hide in the shadows. That was kind of my thought process on it. <sighs> it's just... It's just so fucking good. Could you imagine? And if they ever did that in the comic books and we got that, oh my god. It would be so good. <laughs> um, so the last pairing I have, yeah, the last pairing I have is Green Lantern and Captain Marvel. Yeah. So this is going to be my kind of almost too superpowered. But uh, the first one is a girl named Caroline, who is, her superhero name is Captain Lantern. Captain Lantern can channel several of the rings, green, blue, white, and indigo. So all of the main, like, good the forces. Like the positive spectrum. Yeah. Um, and this is all helped by Carol's energy projection. So. That she can fly. Would, is, is. When she when she channels it, is it without a ring? Like, is it is that like kind of part of Carol's deal? Is that it's kind of internal? I, I don't. I almost think that the help by I don't understand exactly what I was going for with that. To be honest with you, I kind of feel like she needs the rings, but maybe like she doesn't need the batteries. Yeah, the lanterns yeah, because she is essentially a battery herself. Yeah. Well, Captain Marvel is. Yeah. And she has flight and super strength to go along with those. Oh, yeah. And then they have a child named James. You know, throwback to Rhodey, because yeah. that was a thing. That was a thing. Um, it was, and the way it ended, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, James goes by the green Marvel. He can only use the green ring. But he has super strength, flight, super speed, he's super durable, and he's got green skin. So, that's my first uh, generation, in a nutshell. That's a pretty solid first generation. Yeah, that's a, there's a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. So, we're going to go through my first generation. Um, I didn't really, because, like I said... I did not go su 
super in depth with this years ago, and to the point where I made this up right before we started recording. So, so I am gonna be making it up as I go with with some of them. I mean, for the most part, it's pretty. They're they're pretty self explanatory, but I feel like some of them weirdly fit together pretty well. So I'm gonna go into it first. Uh, I got Wonder Woman and the Century. Um, the character, so the actual kid's name is just Entropy. Because Wonder Woman, she comes from an island of, you know, you know, you know, where people have one goddamn name. <laughs> like, you know, it's just yeah. like, it's, it's all over the place. Plus, it's like, this character is, it's not male or female. It's not even, it, it's, it is. It is almost at this point, it is because these two characters are so overpowered, this thing is almost like just a force. So it's it's non-binary. But so this character can flip back and forth from its regular look, which is very androgynous, to its uh void form at will. Like so like you know, the sentry had an issue. Where like if the void came out, he was he yeah stuck. Yeah, he, he had some issues. Uh, with the void, and that was always the thing he was so afraid of. He's like, "Oh, I can do all this good stuff, but I have this dark side." Um, and you know, Wonder Woman's whole thing is like, you know, the truth and finding the truth, and you know, so you know, I feel like you know that that pairing, and plus she's powerful enough to deal with his bullshit, you know. So I I think you know it would work out, and so basically, you know, this character can switch back and forth. Super strong, super fast, all the shit that Wonder Woman is. Um, also, all the weird stuff that the Sentry is, because let's face it, the Sentry's overpowered, and he has probably every power in the playbook. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would be really cool if, like, you know, they took Hephaestus to Nidlavir to forge uh, Entropy's lasso, which is purple. I know it's not a popular, you know, <laughs> it's not a popular thing. I'm kind of mace windowing this lasso, but, um, and basically all it can do is it can separate a person from their void self. So interesting. Yeah. So, so you, you really hadn't fleshed that out when we first talked. About yeah. It. Yeah. That, that one, I was like, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, what can it do? Cause like Wonder Woman's is basically like, you know, she can impose her will onto people but mostly she uses it to it's a, make it's, them tell the truth. It's the lasso of truth, let's be honest. It, it is, yes, yes. Um but so like I was like I was like what 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 could be diff- what could be different? What could be more interesting? And I just thought like, you know, with Sentry's whole problem with the void, like what if you could split the two? Like, you know, like that and last control the void. And control and I would I would almost even say that like maybe the void like kind of siphons off some of people's voids like you know like maybe it's like a weird vampire thing i don't know i don't know let's see and that's the great thing about this whole thing is that like it's so creative you can literally have any idea you want go on the fly yeah um the next relationship was red she hulk and the flash which if a hulk that can tap into the speed force doesn't scare you you're you, you have something wrong with you, because it scares the shit out of me. And wait till we get to the, oh, the female names, character. The names. 
The names are so good. So I basically just took because it's, it's and it's going to be Wally West Flash, not Barry Allen, but the Wally West Flash. That's my favorite Flash. And uh, I basically just took his actual kids' names in the book, but instead of you know, instead of just doing West, it's uh, Irie and Jai West hyphen Ross Ross or, West. Other way, Ross West. That does sound better. Um, but their superhero names are Harpy and Hermes, which come on now, like tying into the you know Greek mythology and the fact that Red She Hulk. Even Betty, before she became the Red She-Hulk, at one point was Harpy, you know? And basically, you know, Irie, she just flies really fast. Like, and she has, like, basically Hulk strength, Hulk durability, Hulk healing, all that stuff. Because that's the way Harpy was in the stories. Yeah, so she, so she, but that's also the thing that it was with the kids. They used their powers of the Speed Force very differently. Yeah, one so, supersonic flight. Yeah. And one's on land. Yeah. And ba- and basically, Hermes, it, like I said, it's just like a, ri- it's Jai. He's, he's just a, he's like a, he's like a Hulk, like a red Hulk that can run, that can tap into the Speed Force, which if you read DC, the Speed Force is basically, you're, you're a god if you can tap into the Speed Force. It has unlimited potential. Again, overpowered. Um, my next couple was... Our baby girl Jean Grey, <laughs> and uh, maybe, maybe, like, like I said, maybe this is the part of me that's like the I'm, you know, the whole Beauty and the Beast concept. But Jean and Swamp Thing, and his name, they have a son. His name is John Holland. John is Jean's father's name, and you know Holland, of course, is the last name of uh, Swamp Thing. It's Alec Holland, and um. Their character, the character's name would be Life Spring. Again, tying into the whole, you know, when Jean taps into, you know, the Phoenix Force, which we all know is eventually going to happen, there's two aspects to it. There's, you know, there's the life aspect and then there's the death. Death always happens first, then there's rebirth, just like the Phoenix. And I thought that was a weirdly a good pairing because the Swamp Thing is basically the same damn concept. He's always constantly having to struggle with the green in his ear telling him to destroy the human race and start all over. It's the same thing. And then, like, they're both life bringers, basically. I'm just imagining, like, how overpowered a Phoenix Force Earth Elemental would be. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it's insane. some of the stuff is crazy that we've brought up, and we haven't even... Hit some of the craziest stuff yet. So, <laughs> my last one's a real, a real weird one. So you're gonna have to bear with me on that one. But also, like with this Gene and Swamp thing, thing, like he's gross looking. All right, like let's let's face it, he's gross. But Gene's always kind of been like you know she's she's a telepath, you know, so she could like get in his head and like you know find out the real man and find the beauty. Yes, and so like and, and that's. One of her greatest powers is she finds the beauty in everybody. I mean, yeah, it, and it's like that's another reason why, like you know, she's, you know, she's in the Wolverine because, like, yeah, he's this stubborn asshole and he's like, you know, out of control but, sometimes. But, but like, but she sees him for who he is and she knows inside that he's he's he, his ideal is to be a good man. Yes, so, the best man he can be. 
I thought that that was a very fitting um, union to me. Um, the next one is we got Eva Bell and GL, which is Green Lantern. Um, <laughs> the name of their child would be Leia Jordan. You know, because we're fucking nerds and we get to <laughs> name things after Star Wars. Again, uh, the the character name would just be Green Lantern. It would just be a continuation. Um, he would just be the next level of Lantern. Yeah. Um, kind of like how there's a billion Lanterns out in the universe. I mean, and I'm going to go on a limb and say that, because um, at one point in the Green Lantern comic books, Hal got sick of the Guardian shit. So he made his own battery, made his own ring, all that stuff, because that's how powerful Hal Jordan is. That's how that's how crazy his willpower is. Yeah, he he took something from the Guardians. I can't remember what it was, but he made his own green well, ring. So so he had he had the gauntlet that Krona originally made to harness the willpower, but it was too much. So then they refined it to the rings. But he did have that, and basically what he find found out is when he every time he used this gauntlet he started losing himself and he like was basically going full spectrum. So he was becoming pure willpower, yeah. <laughs> which eventually he would have like, you know, lost his identity and just became part of the, you know, energy flow essentially. Yeah. But then he turned around and he harnessed all that shit and he made his own damn ring. Yeah. So basically what I just imagine is like that ring, he just passes it down to his daughter she becomes a Green Lantern who has time manipulation powers. So they just kind of, I mean, it's just, it's basically, it's the same determination of how with time manipulation powers, you know, yeah. it's, it's just nuts. It's, it's, it's insanity to me. You have the power to create anything. I can create anything, including a time bubble where I'll send your ass back to the Stone Age. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. And it's, it's like if my charge runs out, I could just whoop your ass using time against you. So that's just a that's just fucking cool right there. Um, okay, this next one's a little weird. Um, Zatanna and Dupe. Now, for people who don't know who Dupe is, he's this weird character that originally showed up in X Force, um, like an older iteration of X Force, where basically it was like a mutant team that was also a reality show. <laughs> it was. It was done by it was done by Peter Milligan, and the art by Michael Allred, which is just fantastic art. But basically, he's a giant booger. If you don't understand, or I've never seen Dupe, just think of him as Slimer. Yeah, ba- basically, if you were to take Slimer and put an X symbol on his belly, that's that's Dupe. He's he's a he's a booger with arms. No legs. He's constantly floating around. He's constantly videotaping everything. And he doesn't have the goofy little tail. Yeah, yeah, no. He, he he's 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 basically though. Um, he's like a he's like a Deus Ex Machina for the X Men universe. Any time that you want to do something weird, or if you want to get out of a situation, you could just have Dupe pop up if you wanted to. Because he, that's the thing. He. No one knows the full range of his powers. We don't even know what he is. We don't know if he's a mutant. We don't know anything. He's a, he's a weird, he's a weird character. And if you ever want to look him up, he's really fun. Um, at one point, he swallowed I think Molnir, 
and he like replicated it and shot out a bunch of other Mjolnirs that Thor couldn't figure out which one was his. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous shit in the world. But, you know, like Zatanna, she's weird too. Like, you know, she practices, you know, she's a stupid powerful like mage or, you know, whatever, or witch or, you know, whatever term. I'm going to go with mage because, you know, works. Just, just sounds better. But like, um, I, I, I can imagine that she gets into some weird shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Like, you know, it's kind of like how Namor kisses weird little sea creatures. Like, I can imagine Satana's probably made out with a few, you know, weird, demons you know, or... demons, faithful, you know, whatever. So, like, I can just imagine that she's, you know, she's with Duke. And they have four kids. And they're, they're, they're basically like the cuckoos. So like they hive mind. Yeah, they're like a hive mind. So it's it's Zoop, Noop, Shoop, Shoop Doop, and Zardoop, which is basically a mix between Zatanna's father and Doop's name. So basically imagine imagine like this Deus Ex Machina that also has magic. And it's weird looking. Who knows? It might have like, it might have Zatanna's like nice, you know, f- uh, female face or like you know all of them, but with like weird little lumpy green things all over its damn body. Who knows? It, it's a weird combination. It's I wanted to get weird. <laughs> Keith wanted to get practical. I wanted to get weird. That's really Chris's mo. Is weird. Yeah. He's he likes the weird stuff. He's into horror. He's into comics so i mean it's just kind of his deal i love that weird shit if you've seen his art it's a little weird but Mm. it's cool it's good it's just weird it's just weird (laughs) uh so real quick i'll try and hammer out these uh second generation folks and we'll get you out of here uh so i have shadow master who again is david wagner with rachel howlett mink they have two children, Cyclone, who's named Xavier, and Feral Flash, who's named Peter, because, you know, they still miss old Uncle Peter Rasputin. Yeah. Uh, Cyclone has weather control and has telekinesis and a healing factor. He has keen senses. Wrap your head around that shit. Very agile and red fur. Because why not red fur? Why not? Uh, Feral Flash can teleport, has claws and the healing factor, and is telepathic. Uh, For the first time, Jean's abilities are not controlling the Berserker Rage, so she has a short fuse. He has a short fuse. And he's got purple fur and three toes. Yo. It's just... This is what I'm saying. Like he he went down the line and like look at all the power, <laughs> all the powers. It's just like all it's like this. Some greedy. of these people are some of the grandkids are almost oh. stupid overpowered. I would say beyond Omega level. Yeah. Uh. So Charles Howlett Griffin got with the Jade Witch Jade Banner, and they have two children: the Marvel Witch Sarah and the Phoenix Hulk. Henry. Uh, Marvel Witch looks almost exactly like Jean. Has telepathy, 
but she also has chaos magic and a healing factor. Which Come is, on. Which is like, by the end of X-Men, Avengers vs. X-Men, if you were to combine basically Scarlet Witch and um, Hope. Yeah. Kind and, of the and, same. And, and then cut in some healing factor. Yeah. And then the Phoenix Hulk. He hulks out green, but he's got the yellow patch like the Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking terrifying. It's awesome, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> and he has telekinesis and stays in control of his mind while he's hulked out. Thanks to the mixture of Scarlet Witch and Jean Grey in his lineage. So he's super smart, has the Phoenix Force, and then has... No, he's not super smart. Oh, he's, oh so he's it, just regular smart. He's, he's just able but to hulk out. Yeah, okay. He has telekinesis, so he knows what everybody's doing. But he also keeps control of his mind. And so he's smart Hulk with telekinesis. Yeah. And a healing factor. Which is just fucking insane. Yes. So Christopher Summers' chaos gets a paired up with Captain Lantern, Jordan, uh, Caroline Jordan. Uh, they only have one. She's called Camille, and she is Chaos Sapphire. Chaos Sapphire is connected with the Violet Ring, which is the Love Ring, if I remember yes, correctly. Yeah. But she has Berserker Rage, which causes her to disconnect from the ring, obviously. She has claws, two in her hand. She has two claws in her hand and a healing factor. So, as a power ring, ring power, most of the time, yeah. claws and a healing factor. And sometimes just goes crazy and can't connect to the ring. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. So then we pair Pietro Banner, the Scarlet Hulk, with a Magno, Amanda Wagner, Cirrus. And they have Typhoon, who is Richard Banner. Typhoon has weather control, flight, hulks out black, and retains the flight and weather control. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, if you think of Typhon, the giant from Greek mythology, that's pretty much what this is. Yeah. If if you if you if you if fuck if you read, I want to say it was original sin. No, it was part of. Uh, but do you remember when Hulk Clue? Cl yeah, Clue. Because it was like fucking Hulk backwards. It, and they, was, they pronounced it as Clue, is what yeah, I've okay. heard. Yeah. And that was actually part of the Red Onslaught storyline. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. It was Axis. That's Axis. right. Axis. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they got um, inverted, yeah. basically. Yeah. It was. It was kind of dumb, but at the same time, he looked dope. That was about the best part of Axis, was how he looked. Yeah. Everything else sucked. It was terrible. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't waste your time. Just know that eventually... Perish the thought. Just know that eventually the heroes won. And <laughs> it's sad because that comes out of what we're covering next week. Oh! Uncanny Avengers. We, we are going to... We are going to read in entirety the Rick Remender run. Of Uncanny Avengers. Well, some of us already have. 
Well, yeah, Keith, Keith already has, but I, I yeah, because he has it digitally. I have an omnibus that collects all of it. Um, it is and, so I, I can't I cannot stress enough and, how good this is. And it may end up being two episodes. Yeah, most likely because it's a lot to cover. It's what twenty six issues or something like that. They're they're so that led into Axis and Axis was such a terrible letdown. It just wasn't worth it. Yeah, it kind of killed some of the specialness of Uncanny Avengers, honestly. Yeah, but. I say, if you want to do yourself a favor, even before that, and if you want to track down Uncanny X Force, there something happens in Uncanny X Force that you will need to know going into Uncanny Avengers. Well, it's kind of touched upon. It's, it, yeah, it's it, much it, it is talked up. about, but you know, there's like, but there's a lot of stuff that Uncanny yeah. Avengers touched on that you had to go back on. A- AVX, you know, AVX, it's fun, it's fun out of AVX, Uncanny. X Force, um, shit, all the way back to uh, um, yeah, it goes back. Uh, what is the storyline with that ends up cre- causing Wanda to say no more mutants? Oh, uh, House of M. Yes, House of M. Yeah, which um, that's if if you want to read big Marvel events, you know how we were talking earlier about how they're all kind of just eh? if you want to read big Marvel events. House of M is definitely one of them to House read. Of, to, House to of read. M is great. The original Secret Wars, which is obviously why they continue to do it, yeah, was really good. Yeah. Um. And uh, Civil War, of course. Civil the War. The original Civil War. Civil My War God. was all right. I I wasn't wild about it. It, it was really? okay. Huh. It wasn't great. But again, something that ties into this is the uh uh. Basically, the separation of you know. It's no. Uh, the storyline is the, uh, God, uh, onslaught storyline. Yes, yes. Which is a Marvel crossover because onslaught pretty much imprisons all of the non mutant heroes. Yeah. And you can't be a f- defeated by the mutant ones. Which is so. if you yeah if you guys if you guys are comic book nerds, hey. Out of the onslaught, started a whole nother universe called the Heroes Reborn universe, and that's where we got that Captain America image with the ginormous chest from Rob Liefeld, <laughs> which is basically the Voldemort of comic books, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think I got two more here. Yep, two more. Uh, so James Jordan, the Green Marvel, and Janet Summers, Xenon get together, and they have a little girl named Scotty, who's Cyclops, and they have a little boy named Kyle, who becomes the Green Nexus, which nice. kind of, if you think about it, Kyle Rayner is kind of the Nexus of all Lanterns at this point. Yeah. Um, so, Cyclops has cosmic eye beams and has control of them, but she's a Yellow Lantern, because of the fear of losing control, because she's heard the, about Scott. She doesn't understand that he had head trauma that basically uh, didn't allow him to control his. Yeah, yeah. And she has keen senses and leadership. But she's a yellow lantern. So I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of cocky bastards. Th- they can bit. be. But hers is more due to the fear. 
That's you kind of let the fear control her. I mean, it's a good fear. That's a good fear to have. Yeah. You don't want to blow, you know, you, it'd be like if I winked at you and just blew your face off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's something Scott had to worry about. All the time. Yeah. I mean, anytime they wanted to really screw up a town, all they did was knock off Take Cyclops' off glasses. Yeah. <laughs> out in public. Oh, somebody come along and picked on Scott and slapped his glasses off his face, and next thing you know, the mall is falling all on everybody. Of are, all of them are dead. <laughs> uh, so the Green Nexus is the strongest Green Lantern in hip history, and also has healing factor and the two cosmic claws on each hand. Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, there's a reason he's named Kyle and he has the Green Lantern. Green yeah. Nexus power. He makes Ion look puny. Yeah. The final one is Robert Banner, Dr. Scarlet, and Lorna Summers, age 24. Uh, we have the Cosmic Wizard, Eric, and Dr. Claus, James. The Cosmic Wizard has strong chaos magic and has a cosmic attack and has keen senses. So he's pretty much normal, doesn't hulk out. Just think of Wanda with claws. Or uh, Wanda with uh, cosmic attack. Yeah. And then Dr. Claus is smaller than all of the elders combined. Has claws just like Grandma. Two in each hand, one in the foot. And the Berserk Rage that's mostly controlled and a weak healing factor. So. This is, and this is, mind you, all this that he just said was overnight <laughs> you know what I'm saying like he he went home my, and he just knocked it out my brain was just spinning and I had to write it down because I knew I'd lose it if I didn't Yeah, but I had come up with like some of the greatest heroes I think could ever be made Yeah, if, if Marvel wants these come see me we'll, we'll talk we'll work out a deal okay <laughs> Well, that about wraps up this episode. So, yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, omega.core.pod at gmail.com is all lowercase, is our email address. Yeah, send us, if, when you hear this, if you, you know, if you are interested, send us your five. Send us your five. And, uh, you know, your five couples. And, you know, if you want to, get a little wild like Keith, you know, you can break down and get the grandkids and the great-great-grandkids and you know, you can go crazy. Yeah, go nuts. Like, like, and you know, whatever ones we like, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll read them at some point. And you can also get in contact with us at the Omega Corps with Keith and Chris on Facebook. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's under construction. We're working on it. It's, you know. Hopefully we'll have the artwork done so we can start getting close to iTunes and uh, Spotify and see if we can't get our, our stuff on there. And we'll be out in the public with you. Yeah. So. And uh, like I said, get start reading. Start getting on it. Start reading Uncanny Avengers. Most likely the next, you know, episode will be, you know, probably about the first half. Uh, it, it probably will be a two-parter. Cause probably once, about to uh, avenge the Earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that... From, that storyline is kind of in two parts, like something happens and then it kind of goes to the aftermath and how they fix it. And they don't even fully fix it 
really. Oh. It's like, a, like, like, I mean, at first, like, it still takes a while for them to fully fix the problem. Yeah. It's so good, guys. Like, go read it. Go, if you can find it, the omnibus, read it. If not, like I said, Marvel Unlimited, it's, you know, this isn't sponsored, but... It's out there. Yeah, it, it is definitely an option. It's a very cheap option to, you know, to... Man, I... I did not have it, and me and Keith now share it, and I'm looking at it, and there, there's so much on there. So much on there. All right, guys. Have a good day, good week. Go read something new or find something you love and reread that. Bye, guys. We out.